Troubled teenager Billy Casper lives in a mining town. He's treated as a failure at school and his family and friends don't give a damn. His hopes, his future mean nothing to anyone, least of all Billy. When he finds Kaz, a castrel hawk, suddenly he discovers a new passion for life. He sees the hawk's silent strength in himself and there is trust and love in their relationship, something he has never had before. But burning in the hearts of both Cass and Billy is the will to confront the world, to destroy or be destroyed. Page 82. Teachers, didn't ever think it might be their fault in all. No, I don't think many do, lad. They think they're right every time. But there's sometimes when you can't help it, like this morning, and like when you thump for not listening and it's dead boring. We, I mean, you, you can't help not listening when it's not interesting, can you, sir? No, you can't, Casper. You don't say that to teachers, though. They'd say, don't be insolent, boy. Smack! Billy stood up and waggled his head about looking stern. Then he smacked the space between Mr Farthing and himself. Mr Farthing laughed out at his impersonation. That's what they'd say, though, sir. I'm not saying it. And I'm a teacher, aren't I? Ah, well. Well, what? You do at least try to teach us some it. Most others don't. They're not bothered about us just because we're in 4C. You can tell. They talk to us like muck. They're all us called as idiots and numbskulls and cretins. And look at their watch and see how long it is to end at lesson. They're fed up with us and we're fed up with them. Then when there's any trouble, they pick on me because I'm littlest. They're not all like that, surely. Well, well, most of them are, sir. And anyway, I can talk to you better than most folks. He looked down, blushing. Mr Farthing looked down at the top of his head. How are things at home these days? All right, sir, same as usual, I suppose. What about the police? Have you been in trouble with them lately? No, sir. Because you're reformed or because you haven't been caught? I've reformed, sir. Mr Farthing smiled at him, but Billy was serious. It's right, sir. I ain't done out for ages now. That's one of the reasons why my dowels always picking on me. Because I don't knock about with their gang anymore. And it's since I stopped going with them that I've stopped getting into trouble. What happened? Did you have an argument or something? No, sir. It was when I got me hawk. I got that interested in it. It seemed to take up all my time. It was summer then, you see. I used to take it down our fields at night. Then when dark nights came back, I never got a bag with him. I wasn't bothered anymore. I tried to get all the falconry books and read up about him now. I make new jesses and things and all. And sometimes I go down to the shed and sit with a candle lit. It's all right in there. I've got a little paraffin stove that I found and it gets right warm and we just sit there and it makes you feel right cosy and snug sat there with wind blowing outside. Yes, I bet it does. It stacks better than roaming the streets doing though because that's all we used to do. Just roam right in the state mucking about for up to teeth and frozen. I reckon that's why I was always in trouble. We used to break into places and nick things and that just for a bit of excitement. It was summer to do, that's all. What about youth clubs? There's one open in this school for evenings a week. Oh, I don't like youth clubs. I don't like games. We used to go into the city or take pictures or to a coffee bar sometimes. But at any road, they can please the sons what they do. I'm not bothered now. You're a lone wolf now then. I'd like to be if only folk could leave me alone. There's always someone after me though. Like this playtime. And they came round to the shed to get out at cold. Next thing I'm in a fight. It's same in class. I'm just sitting there. Next news is I'm on my feet getting stick or somewhere. There's all the same I'm a pest or a nuisance. They talk as all I like getting into trouble. 
But I don't, see? And at home, if all goes wrong on the state, police always come to our ass, even though I ain't done out for ages now. And they don't believe a word I say. I feel like going out and doing something just to spite them sometimes. Never mind, lad. It'll be all right. And uh, it will that. Just think, you're leaving school in a few weeks, starting your new job, meeting fresh people. That's something to look forward to, isn't it? Billy looked past him without replying. Have you got a job yet? No, sir. I'm up to seek youth employment bloke this afternoon. What kind of job are you after? I'm not bothered. Out till to me. You'll try and get some for the interest, you know. I shan't have much choice, shall I? I shall have to take what they've got. I thought you'd have been looking forward to leaving. I'm not bothered. I thought you didn't like school. I don't. That don't mean I like work, does it? Still, I'll get paid for not liking it. That's one thing. Yes, I suppose it is. Mr. Farthing shook his head slightly and looked at his watch. Am I, am I even able to save up and buy a gozog then? I've just been reading about him. Well, I shall have to go now and blow the whistle. They've had five minutes extra break already. Good. What do you mean? It's games next and that means five minutes less. Well, you'd better be off then and get cleaned up or you're going to have no lesson left. That'd be nice. It'll be an hour of purgatory on that field. He walked away. Past Mr. Farthing towards the corner of the building. Mr. Farthing followed him slowly. Then, as Billy reached the corner, he called his name. Billy turned round. What, sir? This hawk of yours. I'd like to see it sometime. Yes, sir. When do you fly it? Dinner times. It gets dark too early at night. Do you fly it at home? Yes, sir. It fields at the back of our house. That's Woods Avenue, isn't it? Yes, sir. 124. Right then. I'll be down. That is, if I may. Yes, sir. Good. You've really got me interested in this bird of yours.